Hello and welcome to Get Jill, Get Chicken Bones. A common misconception amongst my peers is that I know a lot of stuff or that I have the answers to questions that span a whole cross-section of life as they shout, Get Jill! Full disclosure, people, I don't. In this series of podcasts, I'll be discussing topics surrounding the mind and the body that affect us modern souls. Hopefully coming out the other side, pulling up our big know-it-all pants just a little higher each time. Let's get to the chicken bones of it. Up this week, we're talking all things hair. It's our crowning glory. Please welcome today's guest, Kimberly Scott. With almost 20 years' experience in the trade under her belt, she's seen pretty much every hair problem under the sun. We're going to comb through her knowledge, <laughs> see what I did there, and shed some light on the most common hair queries. Welcome, Kimberly. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you. It's going to be quite difficult to cover hair types and specific conditions as there's so many and people can have more than one at one time. So I want to focus firstly on the basics. So let's kick off with the products, what you put on your hair. Now, if I don't know if anyone's seen this video on the internet, but it shows you using a very cheap shampoo and how it can build up residue. And then when they scrape it off, it almost looks like a plastic coating on the hair in your view um is it better to buy expensive products that have the signs behind them or are high street brands just as effective i mean should we be going full salon brand or do you just buy what you can afford well you have to buy what you can afford you know don't overspend but i would definitely say that professional branded shampoo, salon shampoo, conditioner, all products are so much better for your hair. Like You get what you pay for at the end of the day. Um, your supermarket brand, your cheap brands, they're full of water. They're full of nasty ingredients like really hard silicones that put a plastic coating on your hair. Ah, like in, so that's where we've seen like it, yeah. that video. Um, that builds up, makes your hair greasy, they're not water-soluble, the silicone, so mm. you're just building up, building up, building up, building up, and you're not going to get rid of it. You're just going to make it worse. Yeah. So how off, uh, should we be washing our hair twice like they do in the salon? Do you double yeah. wash? Yeah, definitely, because the first shampoo just removes that dirt, basically, yeah. and then the second shampoo then cleans your hair. Oh, Okay. And, yeah. and then it goes on. So, yeah, buying the best that you can afford then. I mean, is there any high street brands that you think, yeah, they're okay? To be honest, I don't know enough about high street brands. You know, I only deal with um, the brands that we use in the salon. Yeah. And I know that the silicones that are in them brands are all water-soluble. So right, the silicone, so when you wash it off. Yeah, the silicone gives you the shine, gives you helps you detangle helps fight frizz but it's the correct silicones the um the ones that can be you know taken away when you're washing them sure so where should we be scrimping and where say i can afford a good shampoo but i have to buy a cheap conditioner or would you do it the other way around no i think you need good shampoo and good conditioner both we yeah need to... yeah i think you need to start Start of the base really with good shampoo, good conditioner. So we're doing a double a double wash. Yeah. Every time. It depends how often you wash your hair. Yeah. And if how you much wash your, products? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. If you wash your hair every day, which some people need to wash their hair every day, people who have got fine hair, 
um, hair who go that goes greasy, people who maybe go to the gym every day or yeah. swim need to wash their hair every day. So you can just one shampoo will be enough, but you'll know yourself because you'll feel like there's still some residue on your hair. Yeah, when um, you're running your fingers through it, you can actually feel it. Yeah, and I mean, also, and if you're using a, a cheap shampoo, you're washing your hair every day, your hair's feeling greasy, it's getting greasier because then silicones are building up on the hair. Yeah, and you do feel like you do use more product. Oh, definitely. When Yeah, because it's full of water, so the professional shampoos, they're so concentrated, you only need a tiny amount. You know, like, yeah. depending on the thickness of your hair. And the length. And the length of yeah. your hair. But, yeah, you need probably half the amount is what you would a I mean, um, brand. you know I'm not a massive fan of hair washing. <laughs> no, neither am I, neither am I. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, so you're saying some people need to wash it every day, some people need to wash it once a week. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no hard no, and no, fast no, rules no, about no. how often you should no. be washing it. So... Are there any miracle products out there? And before we go into that, I want to talk about home hacks. I mean, you've seen coconut oil. Oh, I put this coconut oil on my hair. I've done it once. I had to wash the hair about <laughs> 25 times to get it out. Is there anything that can beat a good shampoo and conditioner? Is there any home hacks? I don't think so. Mm. I think, like, if your hair is feeling really dry, obviously oils, natural oils, coconut oil, like even I've heard olive oil, you know, if people's hair is really... But it's going to be really tough to get out yeah, of your hair. Yeah, it is a nightmare. You know, if you want to... Um... Yeah. So in terms of medical products, you see people marketing these all the time for hair thickening and hair growth. And, I mean, does cutting actually make your hair grow? People say, oh, you must get your hair cut to make it grow. Is there any medical products or just get in with a good shampoo, a good conditioner and get it cut regularly. Yeah, I think just having a good routine, like you have a skincare routine, you know, yeah. you should have the same with your hair. And yeah, getting it cut regularly, it doesn't help your hair grow, it just stops your hair from breaking. Mm. You know, it seals them ends. Your hair grows obviously from the root, but if it's really damaged, then you're going to just get a lot of breakage. So having it cut regularly... And there's nothing that you can think, oh, gosh, that's going to make... I mean, people with fine hair struggle with the, the thickness. Or... Yeah, there's loads of products. Um, Kerastas have just bought out a new range called Genesis. And it's an anti-hairfall range. So it's really good for people who um, are losing hair, either losing it from the root or if um, they're having breakage. Yeah, It's good for both them things. People who have maybe had a baby and their hair's falling out from that, any hormonal kind of problems, imbalances, menopause, anything like that causes a lot of changes to your hair. Um, but that Genesis is really, really nice. They've got a shampoo, a conditioner, a serum, a mask. It's a full range and a lot of science and technology has gone into that. In terms of masks, how often, if you're doing an at-home mask, how often do you think we should do one? Does that, again, depend on hair type? It depends on hair type, but I would say once a week. Oh, really? Once a yeah. week? Frantically yeah. buys a hair mask. <laughs> <laughs> really, right. And do you leave that on for a long time? or? Yeah, well, there's all different types of hair masks now. There's ones that you can sleep in. Yeah. Um, what I would say with masks is always follow 
the instructions. Yeah, don't just randomly leave it on. Don't leave overnight. it on overnight because some masks might be more protein based. Okay. If you leave that on overnight, it's going to have the opposite effect. It's not going to make your it's not a moisture mask so it's not going to soften your hair it's going to strengthen your hair and if you put too much protein in the hair it could snap oh it starts to break really Mm. god i didn't realize that so yeah always follow what's on on the back of the box you know if it says leave it on for 15 20 minutes if you left it on for 30 minutes it's not going to be a problem yeah you know put your mask on do all your other bits even Mm. Get out the shower. Yeah, and do you do think that we should be doing that with conditioner as well? Should we be leaving our conditioner on always, or is it always okay to go and do your shampoo, condition, and then well, wash up? We've all got busy lives, and sometimes you don't have time to yeah leave your conditioner on. I mean, but I've literally not got time for the double wash. Yeah. <laughs> I will try. In an ideal world, and at least once a week. Definitely. You should always towel dry your hair before you put your conditioner on just to remove the excess moisture from your hair. Otherwise, the conditioner is just going to slide right off your hair. Straight off, as they do in the salon, I suppose. They always give it a towel dry and conditioner. Put your conditioner on. I'd always say wash your hair, condition your hair when you first get in the shower. Put your conditioner on, towel dry, put your conditioner on, shave your legs, do all your other bits. Yeah. And then rinse it off. Ah, perfect. So when we want to grow our hair, which is a, a bane of most people's life, that's a quite a common one. I want to grow my hair, I want to get cut short, I want to grow it. Is it a case of just getting your diet up to scratch and getting a good routine, as you said? Or do those supplements work? You know, the hair, nail supplements that you see in boots, you're like, or those gummy bears, the next best thing. Can they actually make your hair hashtag stronger? I think they can make your hair stronger. They make your, every, you know, they make everything stronger. So your your nails. nails. But I'm, I am a bit sceptical about supplements. I think you can do so much more with diet and hair products. You right. Know, that are, um, yeah, they would be like a last resort if everything else was... Yeah, I don't think there's any harm in taking supplements. And I'm sure there's... I have seen people that have taken supplements and their hair has felt a lot stronger and healthier. But is it that they're using better products is it that their yeah. diet's improved is it that something else has changed in their lifestyle yeah is it just a coincidence you know yeah true okay so that's us dealt with our little home routine so double wash towel dry shampoo air condition give it a comb as well oh give it a comb through because i shed quite a lot of hair mm-hmm. and then mask once a week so we've gone to the salon if we can just touch on we've managed to get into the salon Can we touch on expectations first? I've come to you with a picture. How are you going to deal with that? I have left the salon crying before. Mm. Not your salon, but I have left the salon like, oh, I thought thought I was going to look like this and I look like that. Pictures are good because... We can. We're both on the same page. I yeah. can see that's what you want to look like, and that's what you want to look like. But the chances of you looking L- like that, looking like that model, are quite slim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. But a general idea. Do you see? Yeah, no, someone... it's great. It's great for an idea. It's great for hair. But these models have been in hair and makeup for probably a good couple of hours. They've yeah. been styled. They've probably got a 
air machine on them. Yeah. You know, blowing their hair to give it that effect. Um, and normally when people show you a picture, they want to wash their hair and let it dry naturally and it look like that. Yeah, I get it, is, that sort of beach look. Which is, all well... Yeah. yeah, which is most of the time it's not going to happen. Are like you quite, everything are, needs. Are you quite honest with your clients? Do you say your fine hair is just not going to withstand that? Yeah, you have to be. Yeah. Because like you said, if you come in with a picture and you think I'm going to have my hair like that, <laughs> you're going to be upset when you leave. Yeah, and it's flat as a pancake when I wanted that. Yeah I'll, always, I'll, yeah, I'll always give an alternative and say, right, this is what you've brought in and this is what I can do and I think this will be good on your hair, your face mm. shape, your skin tone. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's another thing. Mm. Your skin changes as the years go on plus your hair changes. Yeah. The, the, the coarseness of it changes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. As you, yeah. as you get older, your hair becomes, each individual hair strand becomes finer. Like the follicles get smaller. Right. Yeah. So. God, like the brain gets smaller mm. as we go on. So let's start with colouring then. I'm a victim of this, as you mm-hmm. know. I was very dark and I wanted to be blonde. Mm-hmm. Obviously, didn't realise that the middle part was going to be ginger. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any um, way round this? Do you do you have to manage that expectation of right, you want to go blonde, or would you say, no, this is not what we should be doing because it's so hard to maintain? Yeah, it just depends on... It depends on the condition of the hair, first of all, and, yeah, whether you can upkeep it. And, obviously, if you are dark and you want to be blonde, it has to be done in stages to protect your hair. Yeah. Um, And also the cost side of things, you know, like to if you go from dark colouring your hair maybe every six to eight weeks um, or longer or not even colouring your hair and then to be blonde and having a root every four weeks yeah that's whether you can manage whether you can manage it and whether your hair can manage it and your and your purse yeah Yeah. and you tell you tell someone that I mean we've Mm. all fallen foul to the box dyes (laughs) <laughs> what do you think about box dyeing your hair out of boots, for instance? It's going to cost you longer in the wrong, more in the long run. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. There's some people that have probably dyed their hair for years and they've got it absolutely spot on. Yeah. But the thing is, in the salon, we've all been trained. We've had like years of training. We've got all the products there. We've got all the correct formulas. Um, yeah, and if you're buying something for a fiver, it's obviously not going to be the same no. as a, the the science behind a salon. No, definitely here. not. And it's a lot harder on the hair. The products we use are all a lot more gentle. And if you decide you don't like that colour in two weeks, we know what what's in it to kind of get it out. Where if you come in and you've been dyeing your hair for I don't know a couple of years, dark, and you want it blonde. Yeah. Not going to happen. Oh no, mine took about what two, three years to mm. f- eventually get the box dye yeah. out of there. And a lot of, and I was it, raven black. Yeah, and in lockdown, that's what we've seen a lot of um, young girls um, trying box dyes on their own hair. And yeah, you see these, but you see these adverts and you see. See. magazines and everything and it's showing you you can you've got dark hair and you can be blonde just like that you just put it on leave it on 
and then they come out canary yellow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> without even thinking about it. Yeah, and then and you then, have to and fix that And then they come to problem. the salon and it costs their parents an absolute fortune to get it fixed. Oh, jeez. Mm. So I I love a treatment in the salon, mm-hmm. but when your hairdresser says, oh, we're going to stick a treatment on, I mean, I feel like royalty. But should we be worried if the stylist is saying that? Does it mean we're not looking after our hair? No, it doesn't mean you're not looking after your hair. Um, every every client, every head of hair needs a treatment. You know, it's not going to do anyone any harm. A lot of the times, if you've had a colour treatment, just to put that condition back in that's been taken out with the colouring, or you might do like a stretch test just to see what the hair needs. Yeah. Um, so this is stretching it to break in where you yeah, get stretch it. Yeah, stretch the hair. So healthy hair should stretch and return. Mm-hmm. Where if it's stretching, 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 breaking, it needs a protein conditioner. Right. If it's really, really hard, you know, when you but can't even just, stretch it, it just yeah. breaks. Um needs moisture. Ah, right. Mm. So that leads me on to like what we the problems that we cause our hair. Um Overwashing, overblowing, overbrushing, using heat products. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we doing wrong there? Straighteners are the new norm. They are. And the thing is, people are using straighteners so much and they're not using the right things on their hair before. And I know time again is. Yeah, you don't want to be going through a seven step hair routine. Yeah, but to get just there. a little bit of um, heat protection, like the GHD one. Um, their own. I can't think of what it's called now. It's gone out of my head. So you just the GHD heat spray. You just spray it on your hair before you straighten it. You put it on dry, and, and that's amazing. So do you see a lot of that? People like straightening their hair, even washing, conditioning, straightening their hair every day, blow drying their hair mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. Is it good to give it a break? Definitely. And that's why I think lockdown was actually good because people just kind of embraced the natural. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, they just I don't left, have to go yeah, out. I can just yeah, wash it and leave yeah. it. And... and that's one thing we've seen. Like people coming back, their hair was a lot healthier. And that was one of the main reasons because people were working from home. So there was no need to blow dry, straighten. Yeah. The weather was good. So probably even having time to put a mask on as well, yeah, which you yeah. rarely do. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Give And if you are working from home, yeah, put your treatment on, sit and do some work, and then yeah. So do you take think it off and let it dry natural? Yeah, do you think doing the because I know people that are addicted to the straighteners. Can you say apart from the just is that your ultimate advice? Put a spray on at least treat it before you're going to whack the heat on it. Yeah, I mean you know you wouldn't do that to your skin, so yeah, you shouldn't yeah. really be doing it. And to I remember your hair. once we did a um, we had some training and it was a. I think it could have been the GHD spray or it might have been a Kerastase heat protection product and we sprayed it on our hand and then we held the heat of the hairdryer over it so one hand we had no protection and the other hand we had the protection and the difference in feeling the heat on your hand was amazing. Wow, so that just goes to show you then. Yeah. So, so that's a good way to see if it's got heat protection. Put it on oh, your hand yeah. and give it a little dry. You know? Yeah, that is a good idea, mm. actually. So I'm definitely going to purchase one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that I straighten my hair that often, because I don't wash it that often. But, most, but once or twice a week, it probably goes through. But a, most products have got 
heat protection in anyway. So like yeah. blow drying creams and stuff. Yeah. Like that nice Kerastase that nice, one. That is a game changer for yeah. me. That um, has got heat protection in, so you're protected. Right. But still add a bit of extra spray as always. Definitely. Because yeah. some days if you're not washing it, you're dry shampoo in it. Fan of the dry shampoo, by the way. Mm-hmm. Love the dry shampoo. You still want to give it a little blow dry and a little straighten just to get the mm-hmm. kinks out Definitely. It. So I'm going to tackle a divisive one here, Brazilian blow dries. Mm-hmm. What's your views on them? Because that is an in-salon treatment that is a cure-all. So I do, I, I do like a Brazilian blow dry. I do think they are effective. I'm a bit... They, the first time round, they were amazing. Yeah. And then the formula changed in it because it had this um, ingredient formaldehyde. Right. So they changed the formula to, and removed that from it. And since then, I don't feel they work as well. Right. So you're not getting at the... So they're not as effective, say. But if you you had one, how often could you have one? Would you get addicted um, to them? Well, I, I, probably about every four to five months, I would say. Yeah. But it just depends on your hair, how quickly the product comes out. Like you, once you, um, you use sulfate-free shampoo mm. because sulfates remove any kind of um, keratin or any moisture from your hair. Right. Um, so, yeah as long as you're using the right products and keeping it in. But I always find with that, the first one is always the best. Yeah. You know, like... Because the, it's the gone result... from the frizziness yeah. to the yeah. sleek straight yeah, the results are amazing and everyone is always so impressed with the first one. Yeah. And then the next are, are never as good. And then I find fee- people start finding, like, problems with breakage and... Yeah, their, their hair's just not yeah. reacting to it the same yeah. way, I suppose. Yeah, I get that. So what about... I mean, I shed a decent amount of hair, Mm -hmm. talking of hair loss, but that's only because I don't wash or brush my hair that often. (laughs) I sound like I've got dreads. I haven't. Well, nearly. Um, How do you manage expectations of someone who's losing their hair? Because this affects both men and women and may or may Mm -hmm. not be related to illness, could be female pattern baldness. Do you recommend wigs or extensions I mean I know that's not your speciality yeah. but do you say yes this or should we manage it another way yeah everyone um loses hair every day and as you get older and um stress stresses of life diet hormones that all has a massive impact on hair loss um I would say first of all think about diet um exercise well-being you know try and get yeah you start it from the inside yeah, out yeah definitely and then obviously try some products for hair loss and hair strengthening hair thickening um extensions i probably wouldn't recommend it if if you just feel like your hair is slightly thinning yeah then you could go down the extension route if you're actually losing hair dramatically Mm. then I wouldn't because I think the extensions would just put pressure on your hair follicle and would cause stress and that would stress on the hair follicle and that would yeah it's adding that extra weight yeah so you might end up actually causing more damage yeah but definitely wigs yeah 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 for sure and even wigs for times when you have got hair 
Yeah, definitely. Just to have a bit of a different look. Or yeah, I'd love that. Saturday night, and then yeah. I might find out that I don't actually suit blonde hair after <laughs> all. So if you're on a desert island, what is your absolute favourite go-to product? It has to be the Orbi Dry Shampoo. Really? You dry go dry te- shampoo? Dry texture, sorry. Dry The dry texture spray. So it's like a dry shampoo, but just a little bit more. Gives you a little bit of volume, yeah, maybe? Yeah, gives you... So So it wouldn't have been a brush? No. Are you, like, not Who a fan of a brush? brush? <laughs> I'm not a fan of brushing. No. I only have no. to clean them all the time because so much hair comes out. No, definitely dry shampoo, because I'm hoping that... I would have gone to the desert island with a blow dry. Yeah. And I want that blow dry to last. Yeah, you're going to look amazing. Yeah, so with that dry texture spray, your blow dry is going to last forever. I mean, I'm a huge fan of dry shampoo as well. It feels like it solves everything in between the wash, especially if you're taking so long in the shower to do the double wash. Yeah. Possibly the mask, whatever. I'll try and keep that to a minimum. Yeah, but I would definitely all be dry texture spray is amazing that I always have to have some of that at home and with the Orbi products as well they are all paraben free and sodium chloride free ah right all the shampoos are um 100% sulfate free so you're not getting that extra build up and you're not getting no. and you're not prone no, to the breakage yeah, either and it's all and they're vegan and vegetarian oh, all vegetarian right. yeah um, gluten free. Oh, crazy! So I need a gluten free hair product. Yeah, well, some people do. Yeah. Um, so that's your kind of luxury product, but it's also, um, it's got none of the bad stuff in. Yeah. Oh, definitely. A bit more natural. So I've come to the salon. Have I really come for a haircut though, or have I just come for a gas? I love the therapist chair that yeah. is the salon. Are you a part time counsellor? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I mean, are you always shocked at the things that you hear? No, I'm not standing shocked. Standing behind just, someone when they tell you their think, life story. Yeah, I think I'm more shocked of what I hear other people saying than my own clients. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that was it, good. Good <laughs> swear for the other. You're not giving anything away. <laughs> but I think um, no, I think it's really nice that they can clients can come and open up, and you know, it's not a family member, it's not a friend. Yeah, it's someone you see every few months. Yeah, and you can have a good catch-up, you can have a good gossip, and you know that it's not going to go any further. Yeah, true. You know? Because you're not going to see them again, you're not in their their circle. And also for us as well, if we've got something that we need to talk about that maybe they know something about or can help me with, but again, not not a friend, not a family, not anyone. They're not going to judge me, I'm not going to judge them. I think it's nice to have that. Yeah, it is good. I mean, I love it. And also, some people like going in and not speaking at all. I suppose you have to judge that. Yeah, and that, do you know, that's actually quite nice. If that's what they want to do, it's yeah. actually quite nice as well to zone out. Yeah, just Because sometimes the... I get home at the end of the day and I just need to... Your poor husband's like that. You're mute. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be mute. <laughs> <laughs> so COVID aside, what's the favourite salon topic at the moment? Because you can't say, oh, are you going anywhere nice in your holidays? Because there is no holidays. Food. It's got to be food. Food, is it? It's got to be food. It's got to be... Well, the October chat is always... You've been to any good ten affairs? Yeah, and um, new restaurants opening. Yeah, new restaurants. What are you? Yeah, what are you eating? Where are you going? Um, DIY projects because everyone's yeah. doing something at home at the moment. Um, 
Yeah, that's pretty good. Eh? I love, I love and Netflix food. probably. Like oh, what you're course. watching, yeah. what, what you know, series that's on, and what you're watching on the yeah, telly. Yeah, you must be at the the. You're like front facing there for all the best advice, really, aren't you? Yeah. You're getting like a whole cross spectrum of people, because uh-huh. all your clients, none of your clients are the same age. You have like oh, yeah. children to grannies, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's been brilliant. This concludes a whirlwind run through the tresses. I want to thank Kimberly of Four York Street fame for all your hair requirements. If you've got any questions, hit me up or indeed make an appointment with Kimberly for a consultation. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Kimberly. Thanks for having me. That concludes today's podcast. If you have any questions, please get in touch. You can find me on the gram at Get Jill Podcasts.